0: Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. Imagine your life a day after Christmas. You imagine it being peaceful and joyful, right? To me, it would be such a family day and just relaxing. Well, now imagine your daughter has gone missing, and there's just one form of evidence a note laying on your staircase, and in it showing that your daughter is in the hands of someone that is going to kill your daughter if you don't give them $118,000. In this podcast, I will be filling you in on the unsolved case of John Bonet Ramsey and how the horrific day happened. This unsolved murder case has shook the world, being that it is so unusual. John Bonet Ramsey was a young, lively, and sweet pageant queen little girl. Her father, John Ramsey, would describe her as a normal, tomboyish girl, even though her beauty stood out for a mile. It seemed to be that she had a pretty normal life even though she was a pageant star. John Binet and her mother, Patsy Ramsey, were very close being that her mom was a big part of all of her extravagant pageants because she used to be a beauty queen herself. It seemed like her life was pretty well put together and was going just as good or even better as a little girl that lives on your block or was there something or someone after her and or her family. Let's start it off on Christmas Day, 1996. The Ramsey house was packed with joy, laughter, and celebration and love. Patsy threw a family and friends Christmas party at their house that evening and lasted almost all night long. They got their friend, Bill McReynolds, to dress up as San- Santa that year, just like they did in the past years. John Bonet that year got Bill, aka Santa, a little tiny gl- jar of glitter. Just as a small thank you present of what I could tell. Anyway, the night was coming to a close, so John and Patsy decided to put John Bonet in bed around 9 o'clock that night. Then it was coming to a close for the whole family. Seems to me the Ramsey household had a pretty normal Christmas day, but what the next 24 hours had in store for this family was gruesome and horrific. December 26, 1996 at 5 a.m., in the Ramsey household, Patsy Ramsey found a three page ransom note on their staircase. The note stated that her daughter, John Bonet, had been kidnapped, and her parents need to give the group of individuals that represent a f- small foreign faction $118,000 in order to get their daughter safe and back home. Patsy then showed John, and Patsy called the cops, saying, We have a kidnapping. Then ended the call 911. Why wouldn't she have stayed on the phone with 911 being worried where her child was or even staying on the phone asking when 911 would be there? Doesn't that not make a whole lot of sense? Personally, I know if my child was missing and I called 911, I'd want to know when they were coming and would be very upset and would, like, most likely be bawling my eyes out. But why didn't Patsy? The cops finally showed up at the Ramsey household. They walked in and saw John in the kitchen pacing around and Patsy, grieving in the sunroom. They immediately stopped crying when they started looking for John Benet. The c- cops started looking around the house, looking for the missing John Benet. And the unusual thing is that Patsy and John would not stay in the same room together and watch every step the cops were making. little unusual, right? I feel like the parents would be grieving together about their missing six-year-old that might be alive or dead. John led the cops to the basement to try and fine john bonnet john stumbled upon the storage room he opened the door and found the lifeless john bonnet on the basement floor with a white sheet from her bed covering her she had duct tape around her mouth and a small cord around her neck by her was her most valued possession her pageant robe to me this whole situation of her dad magically finding her right away seems a bit odd or is it just me After they found her, John carried the lifeless John Bonet upstairs and laid her on the floor of their front dining room. Just laid her on the bare floor. Why did he do that? Why didn't he grieve at all? Wouldn't you be grieving and just found your child completely lifeless? After John Bonet laid there on the floor, Patsy fell on top of her child's body and said, Jesus, you raise Lazarus from the dead. Please raise my baby. Then everyone in the house gathered around in a circle around the lifeless Gen- John Bonnet and said a prayer. The following evening, the Ramseys went over to the Fernies' house, which was one of their close family friends. Linda, Linda Arnold approached John Ramsey, but the Ramseys' lawyer friend, Mike Bonham, cut off the conversation, telling Arnold that the legal advisor had been retained to speak for the Ramseys. The next day, the police were informed that the Ramseys had nothing more to say and would answer, no following questions. Isn't that a bit odd to you? Their daughter just passed away with no explanation and had no further questions to answer with the general law? That doesn't seem right to me. I mean, wouldn't you want the law involved for your daughter to find who murdered her and didn't know Why and what happened? The Ramsey appearance on CNN in Atlanta on January 1st also had me raising questions. Why would such a grieving couple go on national television while revising and looking over so many things, but yet refusing to speak to the police? While they were talking to CNN, John Ramsey said, I don't know if it was attack on my family and or my company. Now who in their right mind would be worried about their company more than the life of their own child? While they investigated the body of John Monet, they soon came to realize that she had been sexually assaulted and her skull had been fractured and had died from strangulation. Investigators soon came to find out that there was semen in her long johns along with duct tape around her mouth. A garnet made of white cord and a broken artist's paintbrush handle was around her throat with having cord around her wrist. You want to know something? Patsy Ramsey was an extravagant painter and matched with her exact paintbrushes she had owned. Also, the DNA in her underwear had not matched with... billion people, but matched with one person. John Ramsey's oldest son that did not live with the Ramseys. His name is John Andrew Ramsey. But doesn't that not make a whole lot of sense that there is evidence to show that he wasn't even in Boulder at the time or even remotely close to the Ramseys' house? Odd, huh? But later soon figured out that even... A brand new unopened package of underwear had DNA on them as well from the manufacturing plant. So it ruled out everyone they were looking to find DNA from John Bonet's underwear. This horrible cold case is beyond amazing by how many different turns it has taken. And there is still so much to be researched and analyzed. Thank you for listening to the, my take on the case of John Bonet Ramsey.